So the law of trade-offs, you've got to give up to grow up. What is it going to take for you to go to the next level? Like looking around at the faces of these people that I know are already high achievers and know they want to go to the next level. What does it take for you? Is it vision? Of course. Is it hard work? I think you all know the answer to that one. Okay. Is it personal growth and development? Obviously. Okay. These are all obvious things, but how about letting go of some of the things that, that you might currently love and value the most is really what this is going to be about because believe it or not, that is often the thing that holds people back. Even people who are successful, like those of you I'm speaking to right now, this entire chat is a bunch of super, super successful people. And I know it's, um, especially when you first start out in business, it's not very hard, right? Let's be honest about it. When you first start out in business, it is so easy because you identify immediately. You're like, wow, that person sucks. You're like, wow, that is a toxic trait of mine. Oh my gosh, I should probably stop smoking. Okay, seriously, all this drinking, waking up late, I should probably trade that off. Like you you identify the very obvious basic things, right? When, when we're first starting in this and you start dipping a toe in personal development, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious, right? Like how many of you are like, yeah, yes, yeah, true, it's true. Like as an example, you know, Aaron and I were like, keto, what do we do? Oh, let's, let's just jump in, let's trade out the carbs for eggs. You know, just all the eggs, (laughs) like whatever it is, you know, for 11 days. I know I'll never forget that as long as I live, I swear. But I'm just telling you, it's very easy because you're willing to give up those things for that opportunity because you realize that your everything isn't much of anything. Think of the standard in which your life was when you began on this team. Every single one of you has a different beginning point, but every single one of you is better now than you were when you first started this. And so if you think about that, of course, it was easy to make those decisions. Of course, it was easy to get rid of those people. Of course, it was easy to break up with that person, file for divorce. I don't know, whatever it is. Of course, it was easy to stop hanging out with a friend who wants to get drunk, you know, six nights a week because you're like, girl, I got a I got a business to run. I don't have time. Like, I'm sorry. I just really like I love you. But like, this is too much. This is too much. But then as you start to earn things, you start to rank advance. Y'all all got free cars. Like you start to do these things. We settle into this newness. And it's almost easier to think, but I have gone, I have come so far. Like I'm just so proud. And it's not that you shouldn't be proud of where you've come from. It's not that you shouldn't be proud of how much you've already grown. It's that can we keep trading little things out of our lives to continue our up level? It's really the conversation we're having today. And I want to help you identify those things as we go through this today. So it's really, are you willing to give up those things that are, I mean, I'm probably don't even have to say it. Y'all have the person, they're sitting right here. I know y'all know who it is. I don't have to say it for you. I know you know what the habit is. I don't have to tell you. I know you know. So that thing that's like sitting here, here, or here for all of you, like, you know what it is, okay? So are you willing to give up those things that are on your heart right now at a chance of doing something that'll actually take you closer to your potential? Because I know it's easy. Like some of you are like, you believe in me more than I believe in myself. I understand that, okay? But I'm just telling you, we've got to continue to trade things in. We have to make sure we are giving up to grow up. And it might turn your life upside down. I want to warn you. For some of you, growth is going to cost you everything that you're comfortable with. But how many of you have already experienced that and life is so much more beautiful on this side? 
right? Like I'll use Anna as an example because not that many of you know enough about her. She's freaking unbelievable. Her whole life is different than it was. She lives in a different house, drives a different car. She's in a different situation. She divorced a freaking psychopath. She got custody over her beautiful baby. Like she's a completely different woman. But what did she have to get rid of? What did she have to get out of her life? What did she have to trade that was no longer serving her even though it had become more comfortable for her in order for her to have the grow up that she has in the last couple of years. She's a totally different person than I met at GoPro two years ago. I mean, she just is. She's grown so much. It's just a fact. But every single one of you, I can use that as an example. It's going to turn your life upside down. So if you, wanna, if you want to actually reach your potential, you must be willing to give up the things that you have value in right now. And the truth about trading stuff off is that life has so many forks in the road there's so many intersections, right? Opportunities to go up or go down, opportunities to go left or go right. And in all of those intersections, if you will, we get to make our choices, okay? We get to add something to our life or some things to our life, or we get to subtract from it. We get to exchange something we have for something we don't, okay? And so here are some things, again, this is John Maxwell, that, that he talks about. First of all, trade-offs are available to us throughout our entire lives, So don't get down on yourself and say, oh my gosh, I have screwed up so many times. How am I ever going to pull myself out of this? In in the past, I've I've made so many mistakes. I've done so many mishaps. I've done so many whatever. It's through your entire life, right? Like so many. Hola, Roberto. (laughs) Okay. Like I'll tell you, we're all making trades. I can think of like trades we used to make in middle school, elementary school. Like how many of you would trade like food at lunch and like you would eat somebody else's cookie or something then your stomach hurts pogs I was obsessed with pokemon cards I I don't I was never I never had pokemon cards but I definitely still have my slammers I've got a slammer with a j on it let's go we can play pogs I'm bringing that to every house forever I'm gonna show my children someday but yeah I remember trading pogs I remember trading something for like a little friendship bracelet thing like I was bartering you know what I mean I was trading I mean we've done this our whole lives Okay, unsuccessful people make bad trade-offs. Unsuccessful people make the bad decisions. And it's not to say that I haven't made bad decisions because God knows I have. But unsuccessful people keep on making them. It's like, it's almost like they can't help them freaking selves, okay? Average people make a few good trade-offs and then successful people often make good trade-offs. And it's, again, it's not that it's easy. It's hard to get people out of your life. It's hard to admit that, I don't know. Your best friend is freaking toxic. It's hard to admit that your mom is a pain in your butt. It's hard to admit that your your partner who drinks all the time or does drugs or does whatever it is or smokes around you and you don't like it. It's hard to have those conversations. But are you willing to trade that to make your life better? And is that person, it's not saying like, is that person willing to grow as well? Because quite frankly, all these trade-offs are opportunities for growth. And nothing creates a greater gap between successful and unsuccessful people than the choices that we make. Guys, everything in life is choice. It's why I constantly preach about ownership, 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 ownership. Because it's always our choice. It's always our decision. And too often, people are making life so much more difficult for themselves because they make bad choices when times get tough. They get presented a situation and something like blinds them. Something gets in their way, right? Something like maybe, I don't know what it is. Like maybe it's, 
You've known somebody for, for 30 years. And so you're like, but this is, but they're my friend. But you know, you know better. I keep using the friend example because there's more head nods when I say the friend example than anything, okay? You know who that person is. And so it's up to you if you want to take that intersection of your life to decline because of fear of what might happen if you outgrow the person. And remember that this is an opportunity for you to potentially have tremendous growth. And so... Anytime you react and you get in one of those crossroads of your life, I want you to make sure that you don't close yourself off from potential opportunity, right? So will you go through a change or will you grow through a change? I mean, that's a really big distinction because all of us are going to go through changes, but can we grow through them or are we just going to kind of let life happen to us? Because so many of us, uh, oftentimes in situations where we're starting to trade stuff, it's like we uh, are, are forgetting that we get to have either positive, uplifting attitudes through stuff or some of us sometimes choose these passive attitudes. Like how many of you have, you've done it before, I've done it before. You're like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. And then you look back on it, you're like, that was a really big deal. What was I thinking? Oh my God, good Lord. How do I beat, beat back this up and correct it? Oh shoot, help me out. Oh sister. Like I think <laughs> we've all probably been there, Okay. And a sign of wisdom and maturity is when you come to terms with the realizations that your personal decisions caused you rewards and caused you consequences, right? You are responsible for your life and your ultimate success, whether it's in your relationships, your friendships, your business, etc., depends on the decisions you make, not the decisions anybody else makes, okay? And so while some people might walk through life tiptoeing, right? Like, oh, I don't want to... Uh, uh, like how many of you know people who are like, I don't want to make a tough decision. Uh, uh, definitely me in the past, by the way, for sure. And I have my moments now. I'm not perfect. You cannot anymore. I am what? I am not perfect, but I love you. Like, I want you to think about this, okay? Many people will lead timid lives. I wouldn't suggest it. I wouldn't subscribe to that, okay? I wouldn't. So while other people might see themselves as victims, I know not on this call more than likely, I, I wouldn't recommend that. Like Jim Rohn always said, like, I wouldn't sign up for that. Okay? <laughs> I wouldn't sign up for that, Jim Rohn. Right? While others leave other leave their future in other people's hands, I'm not, I'm not signing up for that program, guys. And I don't think you should either. Like, I don't think you should sign up for the program of hoping that somebody's going to build your business the way you want your business to be built. I would sign up for the ownership program. You know, where I'm going to decide, I'm going to make the trade-off to take things crazy seriously. Like I've got to, I've got to take this crazy seriously. I cannot just go through life. I have to grow through it. That is your choice, right? And trade-offs are going to force you to make difficult personal changes. Okay. So John Maxwell says, often I hear people expressing the hope that things will change. At these moments, I want to tell them that the difference between where we are and where we want to be is created by the changes we are willing to make in our lives. Ooh. When you want something you have never had, you must do something you've never done to get it. Otherwise, you will keep getting the same results. Changes to our lives always begin with changes we are willing to make personally. That's often not easy, but to get ourselves over the hump, we have to remember that change is personal, change is possible, and change is profitable. So what does that mean? If change is personal, that means that if you want to change your life, my friends, you have to change. If you want to, it, it change is possible, meaning everyone can change. My God, like looking at this call, 
When I met Sydney, who I've known longer than anybody on the call, by the way. When I met Sydney, oh my God. Y'all did not, I don't know. I don't know. Sydney Smith, girl, I love you, but wow. Change was possible. She made a decision to change. If I look at, it's scary is right. Her eyes were sunken into her head. She was like a gangly scarecrow looking thing. Like it was not good. And <laughs> everything was funny because she was high. Okay, like it, that was not good. It was not good. She had a long way to go. Long way to grow. Okay. And then we've got Marsha. Prison to Prosperity is what the book is called. She chose to change. I look across this Zoom, like Amanda, oh my, I mean, I, I shouldn't have gotten started. I look at freaking Amanda Hodgemahalis, like seriously, can't even get a free car yet because too many DUIs. Here we are though, like Richie Rich over here, got to appeal with the courts, decided to change. Luna, same thing. I look at Christina, say, I mean, I can literally do it across the board. It's not just one of you. Every single one of you though, decided to change. Every single one of you. There's so much growth on this Zoom. It's crazy. And the third being change is profitable. I think you've noticed this. You have to have noticed this. You are rewarded financially when you change. Brittany Anderson choosing to grow, choosing to trade out parts of her life that were not positive, choosing to grow through childhood traumas, et cetera, et cetera, and stepping into it. Look at the financial rewards of this. I mean, seriously, because change was personal to her. Change was possible to her. And then change became profitable, right? Kayla gets fired from a job and we all freaking celebrated. Why? Because Kayla's never made more money than since she got fired. Thank you. Can we, can I have an address to send flowers to send? I mean, what do I need to send? I'll send diamonds. Like it's worth diamonds to me. What do I need to send this boss? I mean, the fool, foolish, foolish people, foolish. I'm prepared. I'll send gifts. We'll send gifts, okay? Change is not always easy, though it can be done. And so when we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. I'm gonna say that again because I don't know if we were still giggling at me sending diamonds, okay? When we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. Mm, it's powerful. So I think that's extremely powerful because these trade-offs, the loss of the trade-off, like, let's be honest. The loss of a trade-off when you get rid of something in your life is usually felt for a significant amount of time before you feel the gain. Does anybody relate to that? I'll use the shepherds as an example. The perfect example, right? There was more pain in Josh quitting the job and the fights about moving to Texas and doing what's right for their family. And I mean, it's constant still. Like the mother-in-law is lucky I live in Texas because I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really sure. <laughs> she might not be safe. I'm recording this. This is bad. Okay. Let's... <laughs> Uh, in my opinion, I don't, I might black out is all I'm trying to say. Like there's some crazy, like, okay, Ash wants to fight too. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. We have a whole gang ready to go. Like the pain of the situation has been felt for way, I mean, years longer than the gain, than the gains. Now they're here. Now they're thriving. Now Brie Nichols is exploding a business with Jamie Lynn and Megan George. It's absolutely ridiculous. Now all these things are coming. Now Bam decides to show up on a flipping. I mean, I'm so distracted. I just can't. I got to keep bringing it up. Like, think of how many times. I mean, I can only guess. I can only guess how many times Brie may have asked Bam to be on a Zoom 
to support her. I mean, I don't know. How long has this been? How long did she have to say, like, I don't know how if you understand this, but it's important to me that you're part of this business. I love you. Like, I don't know how long he is a sexy beast, isn't he? Let's all look at Bam for a minute here. Hey, sexy man. What you doing, Mr. Fine Thing? Can't wait to see you up in Texas. Wow. All right. Now that we've all appreciated Bam a little bit more. Um, all right. So, like... Now she gets to feel the gain. Now she gets to, you know, cash the five-figure monthly checks. Now she gets to have her man sitting next to her. Now she gets to have her family unit all together. But how long did that take? How long did it take the Shepherds? How long did it take Matt and Shauna? How long did it take Evan Anderson? How long did it take Mo? I know Mo's sitting across there filming something. Don't think I don't know. How long did it take Patrick and Poppy? You know, how long did it take for Bob to start taking the headphones off and wanting to listen in? Y'all think I don't know. I know all the things. I mean, maybe not everything, but I feel like I know a lot. I remember when Katie's crying because Garrett all of a sudden has had a breakthrough. Like, God, every, and this is only my front page right now. So, you know, not everybody's on the same, like I got, there's a couple pages of people on here, I guess. But like, I want you to think about this. Steven Hartman, there we go. I flip over to a page over here. How long did the pain take? Thank you for that live, by the way. It was so beautiful. Grab my face off. Probably, obviously. I love you. Thank you for your vulnerability. It was so powerful. How long do sometimes we have to feel pain and make those trade-offs? Perfect example. A hard boundary decision Melissa had to make for her family. And then it's been months now of growth where finally they're comfortable sharing the changes that their family has had. But just think about that because what are people going through? So much. And especially when you decide to make those hard decisions that will potentially be a huge trade-off that will change your life. It's often very hard because you're going through a very painful experience in order to get to the other side. So understand that that is normal. That is the law of trade-offs. That gain will come and it's going to take time. So if you're in one of those situations where currently you feel like you're body dragging, you feel like you're pulling yourself, you're pulling yourself, you're pulling yourself, you're pulling yourself, you're pulling your team, you're pulling your team, you're pulling, there will be a breakthrough. I don't know when it is. I I don't know what, what to tell you. I can tell you, I think I was doing that for five years. Granted, it was party plan, but I was body dragging. I was waiting for a leader to show up. I was like, this is painful stuff. And so those in-between periods between the decision you make to kick the person out of your life, have the hard conversation, make the crazy business decision, do whatever, that period of transition can be a really big challenge. I understand that. Because we want the outcome. We want the solution. We are humans by nature. But that's not how it works, right? Because you have to deal with uncertainty. You're going to have to deal with the feeling of loss. You're going to have to deal with feeling like you almost have to recover from, from psychological stress of huge sudden changes in your life. And that's really what we hate to do. We hate the quick changes. Some people are, they, they struggle right now because they're all of a sudden at home with a partner. They're like, oh my gosh, like this is a lot. This is a whole lot of time. And you can't change your personality But you can choose to have a personal, a positive personal attitude towards it and understand the benefits are coming. The benefits are coming. Okay. Here's the fact of the matter. Most trade-offs can be made at any time. Almost any time. A lot of you aren't getting an appropriate amount of sleep. Right. And a lot of you aren't waking up early enough. And a lot of you aren't uh, waking up in time to get some, some activity in your lives. 
Well, there's a lot of like movements like this right now. What is this? Am I calling y'all out? Like a lot of, hey, hey. Is anybody feeling attacked on the Zoom? Okay, all right, great. <laughs> Bam feels attacked. Bree feels attacked. Great, great. I don't mean to attack. Okay, <clears throat> I'm saying we are choosing sometimes we're actually trading inactivity for exercise. We're trading developing better for Tiger King. We're trading, uh, you know, having courageous business conversations with, you know, talking to the same three people on our team all the time. And so we know it's a bad trade-off, which then spirals us into this panic mode. How many of you have felt like the panic mode in your business before? We're like, oh God, what is happening? And then we panic. We feel like we've blown it. You feel like you can't recover. Then you re-trigger yourself. Then you go back down the rabbit hole. Then you're going and you're eating Krispy Kremes and you're eating Girl Scout cookies and you're, you're, you're waking up even later and you're, you're surviving off of only ketones, no water. You know, you're fighting with God knows what just cause, okay, why, why, why there's some laughter and fighting at the same time happening <laughs> from Brie. This is, this is powerful stuff. It sounds like the Girl Scout cookies really got them talking over there. All right. So whatever it is over there, we do this to ourselves. Can we start making better trade-offs? Can we start trading exercise instead of an activity? Can we start trading personal development over Tiger King? Can we start, what can you start trading? Okay, and I've made my fair share of poor decisions. I think we all know this, right? But, you know, I I will tell you, luckily I can like usually U-turn that U-Haul right around, you know? Like I mentioned it on a different Zoom, like I've snapped before and it's, oh God, I gotta apologize right away. Or I've, you know, woken up late and I'm like, I gotta make time sometime in my day to read. Like I didn't read this morning, I didn't have time. I I need to turn this day around. I gotta get in that journal right now. I need to write stuff down. I need to brain dump this. If I don't brain dump this, I'm gonna freak out on somebody, right? So that should be empowering though, knowing you can turn it all around. Because if you know you can turn it all around, then anyone can start from now and anyone of you can make a brand new ending. So when it comes to the choices you're making, I want you to make sure you're never saying never. Like if, if I, if you would have told me like of the best friends I've had in my life, if you would have told me that, that these people were literally going to be kicked out, blocked from my life, I would have been like, are you kidding me now? Because I even in the past was such a pushover. People would steal from me and I'd be like, oh, can we talk about this? No, we cannot. And no, Shauna's like shocked I'm saying that. But those of you who have known me for a long time know these are like legit situations, right? But so never say never. Never say, oh, I'll never have that person not in my life. Well, are you holding yourself back from growth? Because if that person is already down here, you're already up here. You're probably trying to pull yourself back down to make them feel better instead of choosing to go this direction. Am I making sense? I'm making sense to Shauna and Katie. That's positive. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, not everyone's on my screen. All right. So a few trade-offs though, you have to understand, you know, they only come once. And so it's kind of funny because I look at our team and I look, I, and I think about this because I got a message 20 minutes ago, right before I started the Zoom. It was somebody who could have chosen to join our team when everything transitioned over and they didn't. And then a few like months later, I don't know when they joined, they joined a different team. I don't know if it was to like, okay, there's a lot of really funny faces right now happening. I don't know what, like whatever. I just got a huge, long, dramatic apology. Like a, I think I ruined my whole life. What was I thinking? 
Like I have, I, this is one of the biggest mistakes in my life. I can't believe I didn't listen to you. I can't believe that I didn't follow the original group. I can't believe that I, that I thought these things about you. I can't believe the, the, the fact that she made a trade off at a fork in the road to go one direction. And then even when she was presented a second freaking opportunity to join at that intersection, she still made a decision to join something else and went down a different road. And now it is such a dramatic moment in her life. She is declining so steadily, according to her, not me. She's declining so steadily. She's talking to me in an Instagram message about the trauma in her life based off of one decision. And so for some of you, I want you to put that in perspective, not necessarily in the situation I'm explaining right now, but some of you are present, all of us are presented sometimes things that are so monumental to pay attention to, yet we still don't listen. And so I really want to train on this because I want you to have those moments of clarity in your life as soon as they come. I want you to make those decisions at those forks in the road to make a decision that benefits you in the long run. And I will promise you this part right now is so relevant to this group because you are all high achievers. The higher you climb, the tougher your trade-offs become because you have to start identifying whole new situations. I had this conversation with Courtney literally yesterday. We were discussing like, how do you know when people are in your life just for the money? And I will tell you, you don't know. You don't for a while. You don't know the situation. You don't, it's not like mo money, mo problems. It's mo money, different problems. And that's probably what some of you are actually very realistically experiencing. All of a sudden, people probably want to be Kelsey's friend. Let's be real about it. All of a sudden, people have probably been mean to Marsha, want to be nice to her and Lindy, right? Lindy's nodding too, right? Oh, those sisters? Oh, God. Oh, hey, or haven't we been friends forever? No, absolutely not, you terrorist. Like, I can only imagine. Okay, they're laughing hard. That's exactly what's happening right now in South Carolina. I can only imagine what it's like to go from running a daycare like Jamie Lynn was to all of a sudden, I'm sorry, I'm not doing it anymore, right? I can only imagine what it's like to have a super, super busy life and all of a sudden your life completely changes and it's just, yeah, or your social media, yeah, trying to use your, exactly, Oh my God, social media clout. Somebody today messages me. Like, it's, no, it doesn't even matter what's going on in my life. But you have different problems as you start to climb. And I think some of you, you need to hear this today because you're starting to experience it. You're all having your biggest month in business ever, right? Sell my paintbrush. What is that? Did somebody message you like, I sold your old paintbrush. Aren't we best friends? Did that really happen? Okay, bye. Bye, Karen. That's enough. Okay. I have a new paintbrush. Please sell it. Okay, no. Mm -mm. Nope. So as I noted earlier for you guys, like if you're like most people, when you're starting out in life and you're starting out in business, the trade-offs are easy. They're obvious things. But as you climb and as you accumulate and as you start to have good things in life, like every single one of you on this Zoom has, trade-offs demand a higher price. And I think some of you are noticing that right? When you're at the bottom of your business and you're struggling in your business, you're making trade-offs based solely off of desperation. Usually you're highly motivated to change. You're highly motivated to get out of the toxic environments and whatever it is you're motivated. And as you climb, you know, you change because you're inspired. And at that higher level, you don't have to anymore. You're comfortable. Like we talked about, some of you are comfortable. We got to get you uncomfortable again. And we stop making those trade-offs. And so you need to start getting comfortable. Hey, Wookiees, whoop, whoop, whooping, okay? Making those trade-offs because these skills and these standards in which you operated to get you where you are right now are not the skills, are not the standards that you need to get you there. 
I said something on a Zoom a couple hours ago. I said, the way a rank eight even speaks and talks to people in general is different than a rank five, is different than a rank six. I can't talk to people the same as a rank eight talks to people or a rank nine. I can't. You have to reset your standards. You have to start making tougher calls. You have to choose different battles. You have to trade different things because the price of anything is the amount of life you exchange for it. Oh. <laughs> How bad do you want it? The price of anything is the amount of life you exchange for it. That's Henry David Thoreau. That's not a Jesse Lee quote. <laughs> the price of anything is the amount of life you exchange for it. And every single one of you has poured so much time and effort and energy into this thing. How much further do you want to go? Like, I think Lizbeth is trying to blow out the entire upline. I'm pretty sure she's like, screw all of you. I'm going to be the rank 8, 9, 10. I'm over this drama. Get the hell out of here. Okay, she's over it. I coached her. She's over it. All right. She's ready for more. So she has to put more time in, more different effort in. She has to elevate herself and continue to grow to a higher standard. Bam says all the way to the top. Wow, Bam. Welcome to the champ Zoom. Good to see you. Do you need a name tag? We've never seen you here before. <laughs> I love you so much. I'm going to get you a name tag. I'm going to mail it to you. It's great. Okay. And these trade-offs are never going to leave you the same. Example, right here. Bam will never forget this trade-off. I mean, let's be realistic. Do you really think he's going he's gonna to forget the first Zoom he was on when everybody was funny and, and, and noticed he was here and had a great time and they joked about Girl Scout cookies and whatever else? He traded off, I don't know, maybe he traded off... Uh, uh, Tiger King, like I said, I don't know. I don't know what he traded off. He traded off something to be here and he's never going to be the same. So don't feel failure so much that you refuse to try new things. Like, thank God Bree didn't quit. You know what I mean? Bree texted me something really funny last night and I showed the text immediately to Alexander and I was like, I literally said, thank God she didn't quit. Thank God she didn't quit. What was the trade-off in her mind that made her keep going? That then inspired Megan, that inspired Courtney, that inspired Jamie Lynn, that inspired an entire leg of business. Like sometimes you have to think of things from a totally different perspective. That trade-off for her to continue working didn't just change her life. Stepping into that fear and using it as power changed so much more. And you can use the example throughout so many different organizations on the Zoom. They just happen to be sitting right in the center of my screen. Angela showing up all the time changed Brittany. Brittany was already a beast, but it changed Brittany's heart. Let's be honest about it. She's a different leader because of Angela and Leanne and Whitney. It's just a fact. So understand the where, where the trade-offs are, okay? So there are trade-offs that are definitely worth making, so let's kind of get into this. Are you willing to give up the financial security today for the potential tomorrow? I already went over this a little bit at the beginning, but like, let's actually talk about it. You know, like there is no future in any job. The future lies in the person who has, who controls the job. So if we're talking about it from a business perspective, we, I think it's very obvious in Corona time. 
You know what I'm saying? Like there is no future in any job. People are understanding that actually right now. The future lies in the man or the woman who has the job, who runs the business, who owns the business, who operates the business as CEO of their life. Okay? So what are you willing to to trade to take your business to the next level? What are you willing to give up immediate gratification for for that personal growth? Like I already said, like I know it's easier to eat Pop-Tarts and pasta and whatever. But like, are you willing to give up that immediate gratification? Cheese, like Shauna and Ash were saying. Are you willing to give up your cheese for your personal growth? You know your stomach hurts when you eat donuts, Kayla. You know it does, okay? I know, I know, I know. But I think we need to start making some trade-offs to have more personal growth instead of immediate gratification, okay? And you understand that. Sometimes I feel like, uh, we need to remember to delegate. How many of you, I had a coaching call with Kelsey this morning. How many of you are realizing you've got to start delegating more? Like, let me explain something to you. One of my assistants, her job is to go through Facebook messages so she can send the Betty the Bot passwords. She can respond to like people who want my PO box. She can respond to whatever, like normal little messages or whatever. And then once she doesn't know what to respond to, She just sends me a list of names and is like, I don't know what this person wants. Do you know the stress that takes off of my life? Unbelievable. Because the amount of messages that I send that actually are just like, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I really do appreciate what these people are saying. But that takes 45 seconds every single message. Like I want you to think about that. Are you willing to delegate so you're working smarter, not just harder? Or smarter and harder. We can definitely do a zoom on that. Can you start doing what you do best and drop the rest? It rhymes. Write it down. We talked about it last week, I think. I'm not good at organization, guys. I'm not good at cleaning. I'm not good at a lot of stuff. So can you do what you do best and drop the rest? Alexander said it best. He's like, your job is to be a dancing monkey. Dance. Like, okay, babe. Like not literally dancing, unless I'm on TikTok, I guess. But like dance. My job is to show up. My job is to perform. My job is to create content. They're the ones, they, someone else needs to pull it out. It's not my job. I don't have time to learn how to edit videos. That's ridiculous. Waste of my time. Delegate it. There's some hungry college kid who will do that crap for free just so they can sit around a multimillionaire or a multi six-figure earner or a six-figure earner, whatever. Think about it. Use your brain. This, this is priceless. For somebody to sit here in this conversation, do you know what it costs to be trained by John Maxwell for an hour? It's like $10,000. I was on his faculty. I know the dude. So you're going to tell me that it wouldn't be worth some hungry college kid or whoever who can edit videos to sit around you while you coach and teach and train and mentor and do whatever? Come on, man. It's priceless. Changing people's actual lives. Get control of your calendar. We've done a lot of Zooms on this lately. Google calendar and share it with your family. Add them as guests. Because if you don't take control of your calendar, someone else will. Somebody else will. I promise you. Promise you. Do what you love because it gives you energy and work with people you like so your energy isn't 
depleted. You know, let me explain something to you. Half the reason, if not more, that I made this freaking non-compete is <laughs> because it surrounds me with people that we all like each other. Oh, Jesse Lee, you're giving up the secrets. Yeah, absolutely. Because I want to be around people that my energy is higher when I'm around you. I get on this Zoom and all I, I literally only see smiling faces of people that I love and they love me back. This stuff is intentional. So God bless Brian Underwood's idea of a freaking non-compete. Thank you, Jesus. He has some bad ideas. He has some good ideas. This is one of his best. It allows me to perform as a better leader when I'm sitting on a Zoom and I see Luna and I see Ash and I see Brooke and I see Christina and I see Megan, Jamie Lynn, Lindy, Steve, that's not Stephen Hartman, that's Melissa Hartman. I see Kayla, I see Marsha, I see Sydney, I see Angela, I see Sasha, I see Anna, I see Katie, I see Shauna, I see Matt. I don't see Matt actually, that's a lie. I see Brittany, I see Jenny, I see Stephanie. This, this is my front screen right here. That gives me energy. I'm around people I like to be around. Who do you, so do you need to make that shift? Do you need to do that trade-off where maybe you're willing to kind of hurt some feelings for people who don't even like you anyway? They don't like you. Why are we giving them our energy? So I was like, God bless it. I'm thinking of one, it's a, not a woman. In particular, it did not bother me that the non-compete was not signed. It made me go, oh, thank you, Jesus. Like, it wasn't like, bye. it was like, oh, thank you, God. Because then I got to make sure I'm on the right screen where the person is on the screen because I got to see the grumbly face. I got to see the angry attitude. I got to see, Ugh. Make trade-offs in your life that keep good people around you and get the people who make you feel some type of way out of your life. Because a lot of you, I know it can be weird, but what are those little decisions and those little pivots you can make that change your entire business? I'm just, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. So... I had something else to say, and I completely forget. So I guess that's a wrap.